Grid. It's episode two. Bada bing. <laughs> uh, we're excited to have you back, following along. Um, but yeah, welcome to our podcast where we discuss Sex and the City episode by episode. We explore how the story shaped our understanding of being a modern woman. What sexual wow, what sexuality can be. You got this. And other <laughs> naughty bits. I'm Zimmy, your cultural sex guide. And I am Britt, your super sex positive pop culture geek. And, and this, this is Funky Spunk. Let's do it to it, honey. All of the things that come with margarita drinking, I ace. Boom. Uh, You guys want to pour your own margarita and ride the tequila train. Go on. It's my favorite train. It is one-stop shop to having a good time. Such a good train. Yeah. Uh, Let's jump into, let's talk about this this episode. Great. Do you want to give a quick plot update? Yeah. I really loved this episode. Ooh. Uh, It is. Models and mortals. Um. I love this because big is a bigger role, bigger role, <laughs> um, a larger role in this. We also get to see a little bit of Samantha's side. Yes, that is actually my favorite part about this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do meet Skippy. I mean, we met Skippy. We get to see how terrible of a person Skippy is. Just so you guys know, we know that his name is Skipper. Britt and I just like to call him skippy it's true because i have a intense dislike of this character <laughs> and i love him Ugh. i even have his glasses she does <laughs> we'll post a photo yeah, yeah look on our instagram funky spunk podcast which we'll go more to later um but this episode we meet uh carrie goes to go see her friend because we're discussing her article of the week is discussing men who date models right brought on by miranda going on a date with a classic modelizer and she finds out from the friends who are just so thankful she is not a model yeah she doesn't even know it yeah yeah which how would you know that carrie was like you did this without knowing he doesn't look like a modelizer no also he's supposed to be 34 and we're all roughly in our 30 mid 30s like this Mm -hmm. he look old he does they actually address that later on in the episode yes which is funny Mm -hmm. um i really like this uh, what montage that they do at the table with all of the models that he brings to the date. Yes. <laughs> it's just the same conversation over and over again. And the same answers. They're good friends for going through that. I wouldn't do that for you. No, I no. wouldn't do that either. Oh, it's weird. I would call your shit out. Yeah. It seems so real when Miranda does it. Mm-hmm. And I was actually going to be like, Zimmy, what old actor would you want to fuck? <laughs> And then I couldn't think of one myself, so I moved on from that. Humphrey Bogart. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Now you know. I do know. Now you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would definitely not do that. So Carrie starts thinking about this idea of men who date models, which I guess it's worth bringing up in this day and age, people who date models. Yes. She's specifically, I mean, this is very gender heavy. Uh, yeah, so she is talking to her friend. And what is his name? I don't remember. He's just the guy who has sex with models. Oh, we see him the one time. He's the Soho artist who actually manages to have the downtown Soho apartment with... Despite not having sold a single painting. I already forgot his name and I watched this episode literally an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
He um he shows her his real art and it's videotaping models while he's having sex with them, whether they know or not. And well, we don't have to get into that, but if we don't want to, that's just gross. It is gross. This episode was hard to rewatch in a way most of the episodes are not hard to rewatch mm-hmm. because this episode could just never air today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she mentions that um, because uh, typically models stay in the magazines and the ads that we normally see, but in New York City, that's where they live. This is a huge fashion city, and then, of course, they're going to be dating dating people. So. Quick aside, Zimmy used to live in New York, right? I lived in L.A. Same thing, though. Actresses and actors just walking around. Do they actually just walk around? Ruining days. Because they're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> do they actually just walk around? Well, what do they? What do you think they do? They just like sit motionless in bed and send nah, people to bring them. I think their they clothes. stay in the restaurants and the stores that I cannot afford, nor feel pretty or successful enough to attend. They have to buy groceries too, just like the rest of us. Don't you see that uh, that article in like Us magazines when they're like they're just like us. I don't know. I don't know what they do, but they do go grocery shopping. You see them occasionally. Same thing. New York, LA. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so people are dating them. Then they go to the fashion show, and... We forgot the really great moment where they're all sitting around the table eating Chinese takeout mm-hmm. and discussing, oh, Charlotte hates her thighs. Carrie hates her nose. And they all look at Samantha, and she's like, I like the way I look. It's yeah. a really excellent... Excellent introduction to Samantha's character in so episode empowering. two slash one. Yeah. I think maybe at the first time the, uh, that I was watching it, I would have been like, liar. But now I'm like, you go, girl. You go, girl. Which we're going to circle back to. I have so many thoughts about then and now and how we're going to uncover this. Yeah, jump in whenever you want to. Um, Samantha ends up having sex with him and wanting him to take, which is completely things happening between two consensual adults. Yeah. Go for it. Absolutely. Do your thing. Consent is sexy. Your own fetishes are sexy. You do you. Exactly. Um, But Carrie runs into Big at the fashion show, and he's dating a model. I know. But also, if I were his date in that moment, like, he was flirting real hard with Carrie. And if I were his date in that moment, I would have been like, the fuck is this? The way Carrie's face was like, the fuck was that? I don't think... The date would have noticed. She She's kind of working and kind mm. of probably doesn't care that much. Yeah, probably true. She looked uh, apathetic. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautifully apathetic. Uh, Big brings up a good point, though, because he, he was asking what she was working on, was in, working the article. on in her cute articles. Cute articles. And he mentioned oh. that maybe they just appreciate beautiful things. Yeah, that was the one moment that I was like, well, okay, but... I think it was a good point. Yeah, okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Another favorite part about this episode for me was when Skippy called Miranda luminous. Oh, man. I actually was going to start this podcast by saying, Zimmy, you look luminous today. And I forgot! Oh, thank you. You can do it now. Simi, you do look luminous oh, today. She's wearing you. very cute boots. It's finally not 100 degrees. She and I looks great. My hair. Probably because I'm going to take a photo. And last time she was like, I look like a trash panda, which is on her, not me. 
Well, I hadn't showered that day, but today I have washed hair. So thank you. I'm feeling luminous. That feels You're great. Welcome. <laughs> I would want anybody to call me luminous. That was a good call. So in contrast to what is happening in the rest of the episode, we're talking to all these modelizers, we're talking to Big, we're talking to Soho artist that's banging models and recording it. We it's have got a name. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it is. Uh, we have Skippy or Skipper and Carrie and... Yeah, they're walking down the street and we're introduced to Skippy as one who is just like so excited about Miranda. We met him initially in the first episode, the pilot episode. It is clear Miranda has no interest. They run into each other at um, a bodega and it's clear that Miranda has ignored all of his calls, including the one where Carrie was a part of it and is uncomfortable to see him. And then he calls her Luminous, which we just agreed and found out anyone wants to be called Luminous. This is why I like Skippy. He is just trying too hard. Putting himself out there. He's being clearly rejected and whether or not he realizes it, he is just going after the woman that he finds luminous and that is why I like him. We should like more. We should celebrate the good guy. I'm not anti the good guy, but the lack of self-awareness and being able to pick up on the nonverbal hints, hmm. mm-mm, mm-hmm. not into it. Doesn't help that he's like, I'm not super attracted to him. No, he is the most unrealistic character. Carrie goes, oh, you're cute, Skipper. I mean, he the is fuck? cute. He's no. cute. He's tall and he's cute and he's employed. Okay. Well, <laughs> men out there, if you're tall and employed, you now qualify as cute. Watch out. <laughs> Uh, but yes, so Miranda and him do end up going home together. And it is a contrast that I actually think lays the way of what's going to happen for Miranda as her character arc progresses throughout the show. Right. We're introduced to Samantha as one who is like, he videos people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm into that. She has no complaints about her body. Meanwhile, we're introduced to Miranda who says, did I see Miranda before? Okay. I met Samantha. Okay. Welcome, readers. <laughs> Brit's having a rough day. I'm having a day. Um, but anyway, and then for Miranda's story arc, we actually end up seeing her date the kind of less traditionally attractive, but more caring, obviously very adoring of Miranda personality types throughout the show. So I do feel like this is a good intro for him, even though I... This is a good episode because it is a good example of where the the actual style of the show is going to go and we actually start to meet our characters a little bit more because the pilot episode was shot several months before actual um, filming started. And right. the Carrie's style was just very different. The apart, Her apartment was different. The way they interacted was different. It was just, this one's way better and if you liked this one, stick with it. Stick with us. Yes. Yeah. But as far as models, I think we should move into our next segment, Getting Dirty. Getting dirty. Where uh, Britt and I are going to debate something that goes along with this show, and then you, our listeners, can vote on who is right. I guess we'll find out. But here we go. We put 30 seconds on the clock. We each get 30 seconds to debate our side, and then we get to ask the other person one question, and then you guys get to decide who had the better argument. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey, Britt, do you want to take put 30 seconds on the clock? This week we are debating... We are going to debate pro-model or anti-model. I am pro-model. And I am going to make the argument for anti-model, even though there is a part of no, me No, that... no, 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 no. You are cheating. Cheater. 
Okay. All right, Zimmy, I'm going to let you go first since I started last week. Okay. All Number right. One. You're going to get a three, two, one countdown, okay? Sure. Three, two, one. I am a pro model because I am pro art, and I think that you hmm. don't hold the clock up to me. I'm putting pressure on you. I think that <laughs> I think that celebrating art and uh, creating beautiful things is something that makes this life worth living and models that's exactly what they're doing it takes a lot of work to figure out how to uh to wear an outfit to make it beautiful to distort your body in different angles and they work really hard to keep their body i mean i feel pretty good about that 30 seconds is really short guys it's really short um why are you not stopping stop you push the stop button i did thought who knows Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. 30 seconds on the top clock. I'm going to begin in three, two, one. Here is why I am anti-model. And it's hard because this took place in the 90s. And in the 90s, models were a very different being than they are today in 2020 when we have a much different understanding of body positivity. But I am anti-models because it puts so many women and men in a position where they're forced to assume that they are less. We put models on a pedestal. We put clothing and fashion brands on a pedestal, and it's impossible to keep up to, unless you're like Kim Kardashian, in which case that is even harder to keep up to. I did it. My question for you is that do you think that models are the reason that we have a beauty standard? And should we hold them accountable for that? Or do you think it's other things in our world that we should probably change? So, yes and no. Yes, they are, they contribute to the beauty standard that exists today. However, I do recognize that it's actually brands and advertisers and such that choose the folks to create this illusion of what we're looking for, who the Jones are. So I'm not going to say that if you are a model, great, get it. Like you have definitely shown your ability to um, take care of your health, to understand how your body moves how your body interacts with or your face in general my face interacts in the most terrible way and more often than not and i have no control over it but there is strength to be said there I however i think you're arguing my point <laughs> so however listeners were were however just however however that. however <laughs> <laughs> um I do think that it creates an unrealistic expectation, both for the people that want to grow up to be models, but then also all of the normal people. Only 4% of the world has the ideal body shape that the media has presented to us. 4%. Look at you with your numbers. You just wait until I come at you with the quiz round. <laughs> Data, I got you. Okay. You a question for me? I do. Is the model truly an art? Absolutely. How? The designer designs the clothes. The perfume company designs the perfume. Like, these people are just... How? Tell me how. They're using their bodies and distorting and manipulating their bodies to to showcase something new and to portray an idea to somebody. And whether or not it makes somebody else feel comfortable or not, I'm assuming by being not pro model. You're uncomfortable by what they're putting out there. But that's what art is. You are making the viewer feel something. And by viewing this in an artistic way, you're creating something that's making the viewer feel something. So yeah. I do think it's art. 
I feel that the model is more. Uh, da, 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 da. Cheater McCheaterson over here is No, I just have thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, Ultimately, I... my thought does include that all women <laughs> and people are beautiful and you get to do what you want to do. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll second that. Okay, thank you. For sure. But we want to hear, <laughs> we want to, we don't want to hear from us anymore. We want to hear from our listeners. So uh, go to our Instagram, Funky Spunk Podcast, and vote and let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Yes, I'm curious to know if I'm more right than Simi because real, reality is she just explained the paint on a canvas rather than the actual artist behind the paint that creates a thing. I can't believe that you actually don't think that somebody manipulating their body is is art. That's it mimes. Could. Okay, we are, we're, we're cheating. We're both cheating. <laughs> just go on to Funky Spoke Podcast and let us know your thoughts. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. Funky Spunk is recorded at Steno, Denver. Steno is a rad boutique co-working space in the lovely City Park West neighborhood of Denver. If you guys are looking to be more productive, you're looking to get your small businesses out of the basement, go check out Steno. You're going to meet some amazing people. It's a great place to work. Plus, our listeners will get one free week of co-working. Just head to their website at stenodenver.com and use the promo code FUNKYSPUNK. With my favorite <laughs> section, sexpert. Sexion? No, doesn't work. I'm trying too hard. It's fine. It's okay. Sexpert is when we will quiz each other. We will give each other three questions. Uh, this week, it's Britt is questioning me. And then at the end of the season, we will tally up uh, who was right and let you know who the winner is. Last week, Britt got two out of the three questions right. So the heat is on. Okay. So I technically prepared four questions because I don't follow rules well. But one... Or you were just overly prepared. <laughs> Why don't we do... Nope. We're going to do them. And we can decide... We can nix one. Like, one could be a bonus question. The last one will be bonus. It doesn't count towards the points. Or maybe it could count towards the points. Pick no, the that hard... would help you. Pick the hardest one. Well, I have this arranged in a way that makes sense. You were the one we're... that fucked this up. I know. We're jumping in, listeners. You ready? I'm ready. Um, okay. Zimmy, I did a lot of research and I'm very proud of what I have to give to you. I'm very excited. Bring it. The average model is 5'11 and 120 pounds. What is the average height and weight for a woman today? That average model is a woman model. I'm sorry. Can I clarify the question? I'm trying to guess what the average height and weight of a model is today. No, of a normal average woman. Um, Okay. The average height and weight for a woman today, I'm going to say five, six. Okay. 140. Okay. And now here is where we, I ended up pulling three questions out of this. So that last one, my statistics came from the nationaleatingdisorders.org. Um, and we will give you the answer after this. I'm going to close though. I mean, I kind of, no, I'm not going to give, no, I'm done. I don't think that that's fair. I let you guys, you choose a couple different things last time. I mean, if you want to be a hard ass, that's fine, but I want everyone to remember You get four questions. I'm going to remember this. (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Question number two. So in 2017, Refinery29, which 
if you all aren't aware, is a media site specific towards women. If you've been living in a bomb shelter. Right, exactly. Um, Refinery29 polled 1,000 women to understand where we're at with our actual understanding today of body positivity and self-esteem and so on and so forth. Okay. So this is 2017 facts. Okay. How many women reported to love their bodies? I'm looking for a percentage here. I will caveat, this is going to be a two-part question. So this is really, we'll count this as one question. It's two parts because it's the same poll. Okay, okay, so do I get told points for this? Will you answer the question? This is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> what percentage of women in 2017 loved their bodies according to... Refinery29. Refinery29. And the pollers. Poll okay. people. Which percentage of women? So we're thinking about 2017 here. This is about a year into the Trump administration. It's not quite the dumpster fire it is today, but we're feeling pretty bad about ourselves. Do, 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 do. I'm going to say 30% of women. Okay. And how many percentage, what percentage, there we go, what percentage have extreme body negativity? Mm. So this is that same pie. Extreme. Yeah. So you think 30% of the pie feels that they love their body. How much of the pie has extreme body negativity? 10%. Okay. Okay. And the third final question, mm-hmm. because now it's three questions. I want you to I name. I don't think this is bullshit. Top three activities that stress women out the most about their bodies. So when you're thinking about how women go about their day-to-day lives throughout seasons and what have you, what puts the most stress on them when it comes to their own self-esteem related to their bodies? I have the top four here to discuss. I'll give you the fourth one. The fourth one is 52% say taking a group photo stresses them out. That is stressful. Everyone's got different sides. It's true. Zimmy has a side and she has moved me so that I could be on the side that's appropriate. Absolutely. It's super stressful. (laughs) Man, that was going to be on my list. Okay. Okay. Well, that was number four. So now you know that there are three other things more stressful than that one. Listeners, I also want to know what you thought of in this moment. So make sure to comment and let us know what you immediately thought to see if it aligns with these top four. Yeah, for sure. Um, Going to a workout. I think getting yourself to a workout is pretty stressful. Not actually being in the workout because then you got the endorphins going. But okay, I'm going to say getting dressed in the morning. I'm going to also say, ooh, meal planning. Mm, interesting. Because you want that cheesecake. Well, you know you shouldn't have that cheesecake. It's the queso. I want the queso. Mm. I'm getting queso after we record this. <laughs> You're not stressed about it. Uh, I'm kind of stressed about it, but not enough. Maybe think about like, what do you do during the summer? Bathing suit shopping? Bathing suit shopping. I'm thinking like every day. I should think like. It's the top stressors. So you need to think more about like life in general. Like when are you brought to the realization of what your body is? Uh, Shopping for your wedding dress? Oh gosh. Zimmy has four. Bathing suit shopping. I do have um, bathing suit shopping, wedding dress shopping. Ooh, probably post baby. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with those. Let's start over. So, Zimmy, your top three because we decided this is three, and one of these is just a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, the average model is five eleven and one hundred and twenty pounds. What is the average height and weight for the average woman? Zimmy said five six, 
and 140 pounds. Mm -hmm. The correct answer is 5'4 and 165 pounds. Really? Sharp difference between the body type of a model and the norm. Which, honestly, you and I are tall. Uh, that 165, that's pretty accurate. That seems realistic. I'm not going to fight that. Neither is my scale. Okay. Well, all right. So I got that one wrong. You did get that one wrong, and it's plainly wrong. I'm not going to give you any points there. So question number two. How many women reported to love their bodies? You had said 30%. Mm-hmm. I am pleased to tell you that you're wrong. It is 49% of women. Get it? Yeah, that's really awesome. Almost that's 50% of women, according, as or, as recently as 2017, felt they loved their body. Yeah, that's... Well, I, I mean, that's way more than I thought. So yeah. I thought it was on the higher end. Good job, guys. Yeah, that's spectacular. Girls, guys, everybody. Everybody. Unfortunately, how many have extreme body negativity? So you had said 10%. I did. The answer is actually one in four. It's 26% of women have extreme body negativity. Well, we got to work on that. Yes. Which I do believe... Like, I was hoping to see, it's really cool that we're seeing upwards of 50% of people feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm. What is extreme, what does that mean, though? I mean, I guess that's pretty relative. They just hate everything about their bodies? I would interpret it as such. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely. guys. Yeah. Girls. Everybody. So, as Zimmy knows, I'm going down the path of body positivity, body neutrality, which I think is also very important. Yes. Um, and I'm constantly saying things like, take photos with your double chins. <laughs> and we're working on it. I think extreme body negativity is more so actually going to relate to the question number three, where we talk about how things affect your body image. Okay. So, I had said, name the top three activities that stress women out about their bodies. I already gave you that number four, 52% of women of this 1,000 women say taking a group photo creates stress about their body. I was going to give you this point because I think the answers you gave were very valid. I think women, no matter where they are in their life or what's being presented to them, have valid feelings about what creates stress amongst their body. Okay. So I'm going to give you this answer because everything you said was extremely valid. Number four, 52% said taking a group photo. Mm -hmm. Number three is 51% said being weighed in at the doctor. I don't get that. So I think maybe you don't get that and I don't get that because ultimately we are genetically very thin people. When we go to the doctor and we say, we were in a bar class and I hurt my knee, the doctor's going to be like, tell me what you were doing. Okay, let's work on this muscle group. That's going to make you stronger. I think for a lot of women... When they go to the doctor and they say, I hurt my knee, I need somebody to look at it, the doctor says, you hurt your knee because you're carrying 20 extra pounds, which is not... Yeah, maybe, but I mean, I'm probably carrying some extra pounds and I'm not supposed to be carrying around sure. with me, but this is like a health check. I'm not trying to date the doctor. I mean, exactly. maybe I'm trying to date the doctor. He's a little McDreamy, a little <laughs> sexy McSteamy. But... Okay, we can all date McDreamy. <laughs> We're not going to find that. That is a pop culture reference I am 100% behind. But this is like a fluorescent lighting, 9 a.m. check-in. This is not a sexy situation. I don't feel any stress with that, but I guess I'm in the um, the minority on that. You are the 47% because that's how math works. Okay. 
47%. Well, I got that one right anyway. Go ahead. What's the other one? Um, I do think it's worth acknowledging that we should be more mindful. And by we, I am so far from a healthcare person. But it would be nice if we were all celebrating body positivity and neutrality rather than like, well, all of your problems would be fixed if you lost the weight. 54% of women say trying clothes on in the fitting room. Teeny tiny little capsule rooms with fluorescent lighting overhead. It's awful. You're like I... four inches away from your ghibli bits in the mirror. And then the mirror is like, yo, you know how you didn't think you had cellulite? It turns out every part of your face has cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has different sizes. You don't even know. You're just trying to grab it from size like two to size fourteen and trying to uh-huh. figure out like where you are in between. Uh yeah. I used to work at a store where we served people size four through twenty-four. And so I worked with a lot of like curvy slash larger women who were either really fine with their body, not fine with their body, any opinion in between. They would come out of the fitting room and I'd be like, babe, you look fucking banging in that dress. <laughs> But the fluorescent lightings would be like, you're worthless. Nothing's ever going to be good for you again. I I don't get it. Plus, also, you're probably under the added stress. Like, I haven't shopped for this dress. I have to go to my best friend's engagement party in four hours. And I haven't figured out what I'm going to wear yet. The amount of poor mother of the brides that Mm -hmm. just so desperately don't want to be the bat-winged monster at the party. Mm -hmm. Ugh. And then our fluorescent lightings were like, every insecurity you've ever had about yourself is true. Yeah, it's the worst. It's terrible. So that's number two. So if any uh, retailers out there are listening, let's step up our game a little bit, huh? Maybe some flowers. I used to truly wonder why this company wouldn't spend the money when they're building a store out to truly build out a good fitting room. Okay, number one. Does that, does that, I got that one because that's basically like wedding dress shopping. Uh-huh. Okay, great. I can't, I've never been wedding dress shopping, but I have been um, number dress two through 15 dress shopping with Zimmy <laughs> because she's got many dresses for her upcoming wedding. I'm still and st- so stressed about the situation. <laughs> we truly tried on a myriad of sizes. Like I picked up a dress that feels like it should have in theory been like four sizes larger than she is. And she put it on and it was fantastic. And I was like, sizing is fucked. Yes, exactly. It's this fucked. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, number one, mm-hmm. 73% of women agree that wearing a swimsuit or swimsuit shopping is the number one stress increaser about your body. It's the worst. You're basically naked in public. Yeah, it is the worst. There's so much vulnerability that goes to it. Um, we see so many models. Mm-hmm highlighting what we should look like when in reality that's only four percent of most body types it's just like sitting on their skin but when you like try it on it's just like this you're like tied in like a like a pig and roast or something and everything's falling over it's just the amount of times i've put on a matching set of bra and undies and been like okay you had queso you feeling lumpy, but you feeling cute. And then the moment I put on the swimsuit equivalent, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. I can say that I feel more confident if I've worked out earlier in the day. You know, there was, I actually, one of my questions was going to be about what are the reasons we work out? Because those have shifted in the last 10 years. They've mm-hmm. shifted dramatically. A lot more of them are to create strength, to create um, better mental health. 
like really cool answers. Yeah. I think a lot of us assume that you're working out because you care to match this like 5'11", 120 pound person. When in reality, I think today we're also like, no, I just want to be healthy. And turns out it helps with your heart. Need some endorphins. You can walk down the stairs without killing yourself. Like, yeah. Positives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say this is an added fun fact that I really like about this. Six in 10 women say there is more acceptance of different type of body types than 10 years ago. That's great. Look at you and your facts. You came prepared today. I came prepared. I was like, let's, I was ready to fight against this 1990s ideal of what a model should be. Mm-hmm. And More we should celebrate women. I got two out of three. You got one out of three. One out of three? You're not even, okay. Wait, hold on. What were my questions again? Look at this ball truck real quick. Yeah, that one plainly wrong. Yeah, that one pretty wrong. Yeah, multiple, you get one out of three. Multiple answer. Oh, girl, I am going to remember <laughs> this. You I answered 30, the answer is 49, and you answered 10, and the answer is 26. You Those aren't close. You didn't even let me, like, try different answers. You didn't even push That's me That's because the right I didn't direction. shame you yeah, I'm gonna, in your initial. I'm going to remember this. Oh, I am so going to remember this. That's Y'all, fine. I I'm, am doomed. Don't call it a comeback, guys. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Uh, but thanks for listening. Um, definitely go on and to Funky Smunk Podcast and vote on our debate. Uh, as we were discussing, I would love to know what you thought of these findings because I love research. I love data. I love strong, empowered women. I love women that don't feel great about themselves. I love everything. So also women can be caveated by women identifying and I don't this mind is, your gender. This is a lot. This is okay. a lot, Britt. All right. We're out. All right. We're, we're out. out. We're out.